Beitza, Perikei, Mishnah Gimel, 5.3. The Mishnah now turns its attention to the last topic of the Masechta, which is a return to the topic of Tchumen. Tchumen, you recall from Masechas Ervin, is the rabbinic restriction of a person leaving too far beyond his Makom Shvisa, his home on Shabbos. And of course, Makom Shvisa can be defined in different ways. Um, the two primary ways, either the place where he's living on Shabbos and sleeping, or an alternate place, which is where he makes a symbolic home with some food, we call it, let's say, his picnic basket out in the field, which he says that should be the center of my home base for Shabbos, Mokmah Shvisa. And then the rule of Tchumen is that one can't go beyond 2,000 Amas in any direction from his his uh, his home base, his Mokmah Shvisa. Uh, the truth is, to be a little more technical for a moment, um, the generic Mokmah Shvisa, where one's, let's say one is living and sleeping on Shabbos, so it could really take one of three forms. If he's just in a tent in the middle of the wilderness, would be indeed like $2,000 from the edge of the tent. If he's in, let's say, a larger structure, he's living in a hotel, so then it would be from the edge of, even the hotel is, let's say, 100 almost wide, it'd be 2000 almost to the west from the western edge of the hotel and 2000 almost east from the eastern edge of the hotel, even though in total is now, you've, let's say, instead of being 4000 it's 4100 almost, whatever the story is, it expands. I mean, if he's inside of a, a urban area, like a, a city setting, as defined by the Gemara and Erevin over there and the Mishnayas, so... The whole city is considered to be Makom Shvisa, and the two thousand almost extend beyond the, you know, the the um, beyond the perimeter of the city, two thousand almost in all directions into the wilderness that surrounds the perimeter of the city. In any case, the point of our Mishnah is that if you own something, that thing is confined to the same tchum that you're confined to, meaning you can't go beyond two thousand almost because it's your tchum and the rabbinic restriction of going past your too far afield and leaving your home on Shabbos. So your stuff is equally restricted, meaning if someone wants to borrow my book on Shabbos, he can't take it further than from my the bounds of my trum. Okay. So our Mishnah starts out by saying, Animals and utensils, like my book, are all rest- are, are all just like the legs of their owners, meaning just as the, my legs can't go beyond, walk beyond the perimeter of the trum, so too, my book can't go beyond the perimeter of Tchum, even if um, you who are borrowing it, let's say you made air of Tchumin, so you live beyond the Tchum, or your Tchum, more accurately, I should say, your Tchum extends beyond where the book can go, it doesn't matter. Your Tchum goes beyond my Tchum, it doesn't matter, the book stays within my Tchum. Hamoser behem to levno, olo roe, if one hands over his animal to his son or to a shepherd, elu karagli habailam, so then that animal is still confined to the space that the original owner is confined to. Um, this assumes that the handing over was done on Yom Tov or Shabbos. If it had been handed over before Shabbos or Yom Tov, so then um, the person who takes over, let's talk about a roa because but by the roa, the shepherd, um, by handing it over to the shepherd before Yom Tov, the shepherd becomes the shomer, the guardian over the animal, and the animal therefore becomes in his um responsibility and takes his tchum as its boundaries. So handing over my animal to the shepherd before Yom Tov would make it that the animal is confined to the tchum of the shepherd. In fact, more than that, if I had agreed to give it to the shepherd before Yom Tov comes in, but he only collects it on Yom Tov, 
So still the animal will belong to the Tuchum and be confined to the Tuchum of the shepherd because we assigned it to the shepherd before Yom Tov coming in, even though the shepherd only collected it on Yom Tov. So the case of remission is something, let's say, where there's, let's say, two shepherds in town, and it's not clear um, which shepherd is coming to pick up my animal in Yom Tov, and therefore it couldn't be assigned to the, any particular shepherd's Tuchum, so it says in my Tuchum and is confined, confined to that uh, Tuchum, my Tuchum. Now the next case, that case is where you have a father who dies and leaves over an estate, and let's say he has two sons, and the sons have not yet divided up the estate. So let's say in the family home, well, let's say the boys, let's say both live. So there's some some uh, some object which is particular to one of the boys. In other words, of course, economically, everything in the house divides 50-50 amongst the boys. Forget the or whatever. They divide however they divide. Um, economically. But, but um, the let's say the pillow on the bed of the youngest son. So that's his pillow. Even though economically they'll have to settle up the score and they'll have to take the value of all the assets in the estate and they'll have to get equal 50-50. Again, let's assume that there's a firstborn girl. Um, nevertheless, since the pillow is this particular boy's pillow, and it's clear it's his pillow, so this pillow will belong to the trum of that particular boy. So if that particular boy, the younger boy, let's say, for example, he plans on going on a picnic on Yom Tif, so he sets up an Erev Trumen beyond, you know, beyond the family home. So then, just as that boy will have a different definition of his Trum, because it was Erev Trumen, so too will his pillow. And that's what it says here. The mission is saying, I'll be the words now slower and clearer. Kalim Hamuchadim, a utensil which is sort of pre-designated, clearly, to one of the particular boys, like the pillow of the younger boy, for example, Shebabayis, in that house, so those utensils, like that pillow, are like his particular legs, meaning it's confined to his trum, and if he sets up an Arab trumen, the pillow goes with him. Other things in the ancestral home, which are not specifically assigned or belong, um, quote-unquote belong to either of the sons, like for example, the books on the father's shelf. So both sons have equal access to them and equal use to them. It's not assigned to one particular or the other. So then, those books are confined to the area in which both of those sons are able to walk on Shabbos or Yom Tov. Uh, meaning, let's say, for example, if the boys make Erevit Chumen, so then only in the overlapping area that's common to both those boys Chumen, that's where the the books, let's say, are allowed to be taken.